All right, welcome back to the off-season edition of Tailgate Season, presented by the Cold Cans Network. I'm Logan, sitting here with Jordan. Be sure to give us five stars and a great review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And in the description, there's a link that says click here to leave us a voicemail. We'd love for you to do that. Click the link. Tell us what you want to tell us. Have any questions, or if you just want to tell us to fuck ourselves, you can do it that too. Um, check out the website, coldcansnetwork.com, for blog content and shop. I know the country and cold cans side has two brand new products that just hit the shop just in time for summer. We're here to unite the country. What's one thing everybody can get behind on and that get uh, get behind? That is country music and cold cans. So we have our country and cold cans 24 t-shirts and hats available. Countryandcoldcans.com slash shop. And don't forget, Logan, it's in comfort colors, which makes a difference because let me tell you, I do love the comfort colors. Uh, me being an odd-shaped man uh, <laughs> because of my beer drinking abilities. Uh, it does fit comfortably. It doesn't shrink that much. Definitely a great buy. $20. What are you going to do without it? Exactly. I mean, I'm wearing a Country and Cold Cans Comfort Colors right now as we speak. Seafoam green. Love that color and the comfort colors. It is super soft. And like Jordan said, for those of us that are not necessarily, you know, to throw a throwback to the mid-2000s, Abercrombie models, these are very forgiving shirts. And we know a lot of you listeners out there, maybe, you know, you might be in the same boat with us. So check it out. Countryandcoldcans.com slash shop. All right, Jordan, we told them last week about, you know, obviously basketball's over. Football don't start till, you know, the end of summer, beginning of fall kind of situation. So there isn't a whole lot besides some major, maybe like if there's some coaching reshuffles, like some major transfer news that may come up that we can bring up here and there. But, you know, sports are kind of on a pulse in the college athletics, and at least the big popular sports. So the offseason content is going to be a little different. Um, we're going to have a three-week series here that was your idea, and I think it's a great idea. If you want to introduce it to them, tell them you know, how we're going to split it up and what we're going to do. Sure. Yeah, um, guys, we were thinking about some topics to do, and what better thing than sports movies? Um, everybody loves sports movies. Everybody watched them growing up. Um, so we're going to start off this week with our baseball movies. We'll move next week to our football movies. And then we'll move to our top five um, basketball movies. And we'll do those each week. Five. We'll probably have more than five because there's so many that we just enjoy. And we'll give you why we like them or ranking. We're doing a draft setup with that. That's going to be kind of cool. Um, if you guys, we would love for you to give your input on what your guys' top five, six, whatever movies you like, don't like. Um uh, coming in on the podcast on the voice memo um, please do that uh, and you know even if you guys want us to talk more we follow college baseball um, if you guys would like us to talk more about that during the podcast have no problem letting us know that we can do that too um, we're flexible this is the off season for our sports that we really mainly follow but we do follow all those other sports so please if you guys want us to give in, don't be shy about it. It's not like you can say anything wrong. Shit, we drink on the show. We, you know, cuss on the show. It doesn't matter. This is a free-flowing podcast. So don't be nervous about it. If you want to leave us a voice memo or anything like that, just do it. Give us some feedback. Give us what you guys want. We'll be glad to put it out there. Rock and roll. So like Jordan said, this week we're covering baseball. So we're just going to be – uh, think of it like a draft. It's going to be our roster of five. 
In basketball, you have your starting five. It's going to be our starting five of baseball movies. We're going to do a draft style to keep it interesting, where if one of us drafts one, it goes off the board. The other one can't pick it. So we're going to, for those of you that maybe have listened to Country and Cold Cans, we've done some drafts on that show before. For those of you that haven't, we have this thing called the wheel. We bring the wheel into play. I'm going to bring it up for Jordan to be able to see it right now. And the wheel is always just, the wheel determines the draft order. So since there's only two of us on this show, you know, I put our names in there three times each to give each of us a uh, equal shot at having the first overall pick. But Jordan, if you're ready, I'll spin the wheel. We'll figure out who gets the number one selection. And then we'll get into the top five baseball movie draft. Sure, go ahead. Let's go ahead and get it. And the first pick of the baseball movie draft goes to uh, bam <laughs> uh, so bang corner bang. three <laughs> i got a winner corner three uh, so the one i have i don't i don't know if you'll have this one as number one but this is gonna be my first pick and it's sandlot um i'm going with sandlot as my number one um it takes me back you know growing up with us and that that was a popular movie during our time anyway um, and you know, it takes you back to Little League where we grew up enjoying the game of baseball as a on a personal level. We played ball at nighttime, we played ball during the summertime, we played wiffle ball, we played whatever we wanted all the time. If it was around during the summer, most of the time it had to do with baseball. It's where um it was a movie that came out when I was falling in love with the game of baseball. Um it's it's one of those, you know, even July 4th, where you had the firework and stuff going on in the scene of the Sandlot. It was one of those that's just, you know, I feel like it's American-esque. And, mm-hmm. and you know, baseball is America's pastime. Well, this movie describes it perfectly to me. And, you know, we used to always play at nighttime and wiffle ball and stuff like that. And, or if you didn't, we had a tradition of we go to the Mudcats game in town in Zebulon in North Carolina. We'd go there for July 4th. We'd watch fireworks. We'd watch baseball. You know, it was just the most American thing I could think of that was going on at the time. And that's what this movie reminds me of. And that's why I love this movie. Take me back. You know, like they say, heroes get remembered. But the legends, legends never die. die. <laughs> See, that's it's a good first pick. You know, it's it's, it's kind of even those simple things, you know, baby Ruthie. I mean, you know, you yeah. talk about that. Uh, He's like, I've got a baseball. <laughs> don't worry. Hey, I had a crush on Wendy Peppercorn also. Who did? Uh, I mean, so come on. He knew exactly what he was doing at that time. No, 100%. <laughs> That's a good first pick. Um, so I'm going to go with another, you know, all timer in the baseball genre, and that is Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams, <laughs> everybody knows if you build it, they will come. Builds the baseball diamond, and then, you know, when the his dad walks out, if you want to see a grown man cry, that interaction he has his dad with his dad about, hey, dad, you want to have a catch? Like, yeah. you know, it gets even the, the burliest of men in their, in their fields. So Field of Dreams, all-timer, you know, got to be up at the top of the list. That's my first overall or my first round pick. Yeah, that's a great pick. Um you know, we, you go back and I'm, I'm not saying this is for all people and this is not a necessity, but what got me into baseball was my dad. And, you know, most of the time that happens and 
I'm not saying that's always the case because you have other situations where stuff like that happens and it's fun. But for me, it was my dad who got me into baseball. My dad was a Yankees fan. Um, that's why me and my brother are diehard Yankees fans now. Um, and so, you know, when it said, hey, dad, do you want to have a catch? You know, that's what I look forward to. One day I hope I have a son and can do that. And it's just, you know, awesome. Just even thinking about that gets you emotional. Like, because it's something you love, you pass it on to your son, you do stuff like that. And yeah, that was just a great movie. Good pick. All right. Second round, what you got? Second round pick. You're going to make me pick her up. You did take one of those that I was looking at, but now I'm going a little lighter side since you got emotional with it. And you'll probably take my, um, my next pick. I hope you don't, but um, I'm going major league, little lighter sense. I do love the movie major league. Uh, so wow, that's, my, that's, that's my second pick. I hate the Indians. I hate how the Yankees are portrayed in that. Um, but I do, I do love that. Um, that movie It's more of a relief with the things, but you know, <laughs> the saying of that I still use all the time is there's only one thing left to do when the whole fucking thing, you know, I mean, you can use that anywhere. It's not just baseball. And so I love that movie. Every time it's on, I stop and watch it like the Sandlot. So that's why that's my second, number, uh, second pick. I've retired that phrase and that meme from my lexicon because the last time I did it, I went to bed. The Omaha pack were in a good position. I woke up and had 20 text messages telling me that the Omaha screw job in 2021 had taken place and NC State was removed from the tournament. So that was the last time I will ever use that phrase from Major League again. Bit me in the ass. That's what you get but for using not an Indians-related phrase. But you would use that. It's a great quote. If it wasn't I, for that instant, you would probably still use that. Oh, 100% I would, but PTSD and all that. But I, great movie. <laughs> Charlie Sheen in that movie cracks me Oh, up. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, for me, number two, I'm going to go with a little bit more from the fictional side into, you know, based on a true story, Brad Pitt in Moneyball. Moneyball, fantastic baseball movie about the Oakland A's, early 2000s. <laughs> the, just the, yeah. the analytical look at how they built that roster. They went on to set the record for most consecutive regular season wins. I think it was like 22 games, something like that. But it was impressive. You know, they lost some players in the offseason, um, and they had to you know, figure out how to replace the big names with people that could replace their production and with multiple different uh, roster spots. Uh, it, it's in a fantastic baseball movie. Highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, it tells a good story. Uh, so Moneyball, second pick for me. Absolutely. It's a great movie. Um, you know, the way they do it, you don't see many teams do that. And you have the contrary uh, part with my Yankees. They don't They do not do it the way they that the Oakland A's did it. Um, but great movie. Good pick there with them, too. All right, All right, so I'll round. move. Yeah, I'll go ahead. I'll go to my third round pick, and I'm. I was hoping you didn't take this because I love this movie so much, and um, it's it's one of those that is a more serious based movie for me, but it's one I do love for the love of the game. Ah, damn it, Jordan! I'm glad you didn't take that it because I that thought was, you were. I, I really was about to make it second. But I didn't because I just thought that I was like, no way Jordan's picking this one. I, oh, yeah. I, I, I was like, that's an easy third round pick for me. Damn it. All right. Good pick. I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, dude, it's, you know, not that I'm a soft guy, but, you know, it's kind of the the whole love story there. 
um, playing with the Tigers and all that stuff. That's just a great movie. Soundtrack from that movie is good, but you can't, it goes into a guy who's playing his, you know, who's basically knows us over, but you got to get it through one more time. And so it makes everything better. I love that movie. I remember watching that movie with my dad. Um, as I did Field of Dreams and, you know, stuff like that. But that's one of those older movies that we weren't around when it was out, when it was first made. But we love it. It's a classic for me. Um, honestly, you could move that up for me. You could, I mean, I don't think you go any lower than three for either one of us on that. Um, it's a great movie. When I think of baseball movies, that's one of them I think about. Uh, soundtrack's great. Um, and just the overall meaning and the story. And even if you're sentimental, not that I am, but the love story of it is is mm -hmm. good as well. Um, it's an undercover chick flick. It's got you something can get away with huh? it. You can if you if you're like, hey, I want to watch a sports movie, but you have your girlfriend, your wife, your fiance, whatever you have around a date, even, and you say, hey, I got to get a nice romantic movie to watch. Here it is. We get away with it for the love of the game. And little does the girl know it's really about a love story between a but man and the game of you look very baseball. good with it. <laughs> but you look very good with it. You know, maybe I should try that with my fiance because she hasn't seen this movie. Maybe I could say, honey, let's watch a chick flick tonight. Let's watch this baseball movie. It'll show you how it's done. And, you know, we'll see what happens after the movie. But that's why you do it. See, I, I love that movie because it's just what you just said. It, it has something for everybody. You can get away with watching it with a girl. It's an undercover chick flick that is, you know, disguised in some ways as a um, sports movie. But I love the love affair that where he's torn between his love of baseball and then this this woman that he meets that, you know, is different than all the previous women that he that he had met through most of his career. Uh, fantastic movie. It, it's one of those things that I do kind of like some of the emotional stuff in movies, as long as it's semi-realistic. The fact that they had their ups and downs, pretty realistic. It's not like a Hallmark right. movie. Hate those. Yeah. But but this one, love it. I've, I always say there are two chick flicks that I unabashedly will watch whenever it's on, and they're, and I'm by myself for the love of the game. It's number one, Sweet Home Alabama, number two. Uh, you got me beat. We're not going into chick flicks. We're not doing that because this is tailgate season where we drink beer and talk sports. <laughs> But my second one would have to be the notebook. Sorry, sentimental guy. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Never actually watched that all the way through. It's a long movie. But um, so for my third round pick, keeping it with Kevin Costner, but sliding it over to minor league baseball with Bull Durham. Bull Durham is an all time classic in the baseball genre. Uh, love the North Carolina connection. You know, this was back when <clears throat> the Durham Bulls were a single A affiliate. They're now triple A for the Tampa Bay Rays. But back then, they were a single-way affiliate. They were in the Atlanta organization for a long, long time. And they eventually became the Myrtle Beach Pelicans. That's the organization that moved there. But a uh, great movie. And then there's one scene in particular, the bar fight. That was The inside of that was filmed at Mitch's Tavern here in Raleigh, North Carolina, on Hillsborough Street across from NC State. Fantastic food. You're ever in Raleigh. You want to go to a long-time Raleigh staple near the university? Mitch's Tavern is a great place, and they've kept the inside looking exactly the same as it did in the movie to this day. So check that out if you're ever this way. But Bull Durham, you know, up there, great baseball movie. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I had that as one of those uh, back-end movies for me. But, yes, it's great. You know, we're in North Carolina. 
that's what we know. We know the Durham Bulls. It's great. Um, you know, bunch of lollygaggers. You know, that, that you can go with these movies about you lollygag around the bases. You know, we could keep going with some of the quotes of those. And so that I, I feel like that's what makes the movie great is when you have the signature quotes that you can keep quoting to this day. Um, if I can't quote a movie, then it's not great. Cause I, I do have a lot of movie quotes in my day-to-day talk. And so I do enjoy Bull Durham as well. That's a good number three pick. All right. So since you took now, now I'm messed up a little bit. I have my list, but um, let's see. So I'm going to take probably one of yours. So sorry, but uh, I, I have, 42 is my number four. Um, 42, oh, the movie about Chadwick Boseman, RIP. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's it's wild how how much stuff that Jackie Robinson had to go through, and that I don't think anybody can deny um, what he went through was crazy. Um, you know, you watch. We we don't know. From a personal standpoint, obviously, but uh, from what you portrayed in the movie, from the way it connects everything, from just the way the movie is itself, uh, just puts a good perspective on it. And I, I, I watched it, and you know, it was one of those that I could watch over and over again. And for me, for me to get in the top five, it has to be one of those. And you know, if I see forty two on today. I'm going to stop and watch it uh, on my TV because it's just, it portrays what went on in the historical times, um, which really wasn't that long ago. And not to get too into it with uh, personal feelings or anything like that. It, it was, it was kind of wild what he went through and it portrayed it well. And I thought it also didn't just focus on certain things of that aspect but also made it a great baseball movie for me that I could enjoy with without it getting too political, too, um, to anything, to be honest with you. Um, it made it just a nice round, well-written, well-documented baseball movie. Yeah. Fantastic movie. And, you know, tells a, the great story of Jackie Robinson. All right, so for my next one, I'm going with eight men out. I mean, you talk about, look at the cast in this, John Cusack, Charlie Sheen, Christopher Lloyd, just three off the top of my head, the actors that I, I'm very much a fan of a lot of their work. This story has always fascinated me. Um, I, I read a book as a kid about the 1919 uh, Chicago White Sox, the Black Sox scandal, and with Sheila Show Jackson, them throwing the World Series. It's always been a point of fascination with me. So this movie naturally is one that makes my list. And glad that it was still around. I figured this one would be under the radar enough where I could get it in the late rounds. But <clears throat> good, definitely a fantastic movie to check out. Um, if you don't know about that story about you know the, <laughs> them throwing the World Series in 1919, look into it. It's absolutely like crazy what went down back then. But Eight Men Out, good movie. Check it out. Be honest with you, never seen it. Really? Yep. So that's going to have to be one I do watch because I do love baseball movie. I know what you're talking about with the White Sox scandal and, um, you know, all that went on. I know they, they, it was mentioned, 
right in Field of Dreams, kind of wasn't it? Kind of a yeah, yeah, or something. Um, but no, I haven't seen this movie. But this is one that I I saw it. So I was on a I saw it on a trivia question for oh, I do random trivia on something, and I was like, it's this movie. Um, but now you've mentioned it, and I'm like, okay. Definitely going to have to check this out. Love a good baseball movie, so I look forward to checking this out. I'll have to give it a listen, give it a watch, see what that is. All right, let's round right. it out with our, our last pick, and then we'll have our honorable mention slash sixth man after that. So I'll probably take you away. I'm probably going to piss you off again with this one. But that's fine. I do love pissing you off. Uh, I'm going to go with number six, or number five, excuse me, is uh, think of Their Own. Nope, no, nope. I actually didn't make my list. Ah, um, you know, it, it's a great movie, in my opinion. Um, Very good movie. <laughs> you know, you got plenty of quotes from there. There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> um, you know, but it's just overall, you know, the men are obviously at war fighting it. I, I can't remember exactly what time period, what war to World War Two, World War Two, I believe. Um, but that's going on. They have to step in, and the movie portrays it great. Um, obviously, I wasn't around during then. I don't know what went on in those, but um, you know, you got Tom Hanks in that uh, as a coach, as a drunk coach that turns into like this is a joke, but then it turns into a great movie with the way he turns the whole team around. And um, you got plenty of great uh, women actors in there. Um, and and so the fact of how that's actual, I'm a sucker for a true story. Um, and so that that actually was a true story based on a true story. So that makes it that much better in my eyes, obviously, like 42 was. Um, so I, I do enjoy that. And that's why that's on my number five. Very good movie. Can't go wrong with it. Uh, for my number five, I'm going to go with a more relatively modern movie uh came out in 2012 stars clint eastwood amy adams justin timberlake john goodman but trouble with the curve um this is a one i love clint eastwood (laughs) i love in particular old clint eastwood where he just plays a grumpy old man half the time um i remember me and my two college roommates went to go see this when it came out when we were in college uh freshman year uh, Clint Eastwood plays Gus Lobel, I believe it was. He's an Atlanta Brave scout who's getting up there in age. His eyesight isn't as good, and people are starting to question his scouting abilities. And he's he's sent to go uh, check on <laughs> this big burly kid that hit, hits lots of home runs. And then Justin Timberlake, his rival scout, comes in there. His daughter comes goes along with him to help him like uh, see because she knows he can't see like he used to. And then people are the rumors start getting around that his daughter is helping him. There's a kind of a side love story for the ladies <laughs> between Timberlake and Amy Adams's character. <laughs> but uh, I don't want to ruin it for you, but he can tell that this kid, you know, as they d- said on Family Guy, there it is. There it is. This kid <laughs> has trouble with the curve, but fantastic movie. Some quotable lines in that, especially when he hits the beer bottle on the table. Old, old man Clint Eastwood holds the beer bottle and says, I'll cut your fucking face off. Uh, this is a very underrated baseball movie so definitely check it out yeah that's a great movie Um, I thoroughly enjoy that movie that movie was one of my going to be one of my honorable mentions there because you know it's it's great to see how 
how much that she was downplayed for being a woman and not being able to see things. And then, you know, she picked up on what the guy, all the guys saw was raw talent and didn't understand what was coming on. And it shows you how the draft process, I think today is still like, you can have, you have these big name guys out there, right? But you also have these guys that aren't noticed, but all it takes is a chance for them and for them to have the right stuff. And that's exactly what you get with this movie. And it was it was a great movie, just well written. Oh yeah, Clint Eastwood. You can't go wrong with that either. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yes, I did thoroughly enjoy that movie. All right, sixth man honorable mention. Who you got? <laughs> so I have one, but it wouldn't be me if I didn't uh, mention one of my movies. That there's another movie that's better. But damn it, I'm going to go ahead and put it in here just to mention it because I love the damn movie. The Bench Warmers. Give me <laughs> the Bench Warmers. Um, you know, we've been all serious the whole time. And I love the way this movie is. It, when it came out, we were younger. And just the quotes in that movie, like I said, I've said through all of mine, just stick with you. Um, it's not a serious movie. I am 12. You know, with the, <laughs> the um, stuff like that, it's 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 just funny. It's a good family. It's I don't even know. If, I guess beef stew, it. beef stew. I think you call it a family movie, um, but not really. Uh, it's one of those PG thirteen movies, obviously. Uh, but it's a movie that I thoroughly enjoy. Um, you know, it's a comedy baseball movie, obviously. And uh, it's one that I won't forget. So that's why I had to throw it in there. Sure, there's others that would have been more serious. But fuck it. This is my list. This is part of my show. So I'm going to say what I want to say. And that's what it is. You know, the only time I've ever seen that movie. It's funny you Uh, pick that. Why? The only time I ever watched that movie was we were probably 10 or 11 years old. You were on vacation at Myrtle Beach. Y'all were staying at the Kingston Plantation area. Uh-huh. And I was down there at, with my family. I came to, uh, over to where y'all were staying to hang out for the day. We were outside and it started raining. So we had to go back to y'all's place y'all were staying at. Yeah. And we watched, we watched the bench warmers. It's the yeah. only time I've ever seen that movie in my life. But was it not funny? It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but like legit, it was like I watched it with you and we were in like, we were like fifth grade. Dude, that shit was still in Myrtle TV, Beach, <laughs> and I was still watching. I will still watch it. Go out of my way to watch the fucking bench warmers. That's how much I love that movie. Just stupid. It's the way my sense of humor is. That's it's just what I like. Um, but Logan, let's hear your honorable mention there. So my honorable mention um is it's a Disney movie starring Dennis Quaid, the rookie. Yeah, so. It, you know, it's it's based on the true story of Jim Morris, who uh, debuted at 35 years old at the MLB. But he's he he like gets convinced to to try out for the big leagues. He thinks he's too old, but then he ends up making it. It's a very good. This one actually is a family oriented movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like this, it's well worth the watch. Watch it with the kids. Good baseball movie. Dennis Quaid's a very good actor. So the rookie is well worth a sixth man honorable mention on my list. It is a, it's one, of, you know, I'm a sucker for, uh, based on a true story. That's what this is. It's, uh, it's great. You know, he goes through the Devil Rays organization at the time. Now it's just the Rays. Um, and, you know, it, it does have the sense of totally family oriented. 
and it's by Disney, but it, it does show you kind of some of the conflict major league players go through. You know, you obviously are away from your family and your younger kids and stuff like that. And um, I think this does a good job of portraying that. So that, yeah, that's a great honorable mention. Now I'm going to mention another one that missed it, which is not another, not another serious movie. If you guys haven't figured out yet, I'm not a quite very serious guy. Um, but you know, Hardball. You seen that movie? Yeah, yeah. That's that's another great movie. That's for opinion. free on YouTube right now. With if you're willing to watch ads, because with it, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, it's 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 available to watch for free. If anybody hasn't seen it, just log on to YouTube and uh, search it. They, they're that, offering it. It showed up. I woke up at four in the morning one day, fell asleep on a YouTube video, and it was on. <laughs> I, I do, I do love that movie. Um, you know, the way it portrays, you know, some of the baseball stuff in the in the lower income areas. Uh it's 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 great. It's the way it literally portrays little league baseball. And so as me, I've I've coached some of that stuff. Not that in Runner Rapids we have to deal with some of those issues, but um it's it's just cool to see a little league type stuff. It's almost like the bad news bear. There's another one. I mean, literally we can yeah. keep going, Logan with some of these baseball movies, but uh, I, I thoroughly did enjoy uh, Hardball and just the way it is. And, you know, the kid, they're coming around with the, I love the way you call me Big Pop. Well, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, um, stuff like that. I, I did enjoy that movie. That That's another one that I had to mention there. Yeah, and then if you want to go on the cheesy side, Angels in the Outfield. Yep. I mean, that, that, was, a, that was another good one. Um yep. <laughs> there's like when you see them make the angel wings is everybody's yeah. like doing like that yeah that's the one that i remember watching as a kid i am surprised you didn't pick anything involving the yankees yeah i know there were so many yankees movies out there for grabs and there was and I, I was trying to stick to some of my things and so funny story about that so there's a old old movie it, for the pride for the uh pride of the yankees um that's what my dad fell in love as a New York Yankees fan. That's why he was a New York Yankees fan. So story on that is that's why he's instilled it, been a fan with us. Um, that's why me and my brother are big Yankee fans with that. Um, you know, not to get too sentimental with any of this stuff, especially on this stuff. But so the last game that me and my dad and all watched together was Derek Jeter's walk-off. Um, against the O's, and so that Those was hit three thousand, right? No, the uh, the walk off was uh, no yeah, last game the, at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, 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 his last game there before he retired. And um, I wasn't ever a massive Jeter fan. I don't, you know, you're like, oh, I, I love happen? Jeter. The only I thing know. I like about the Yankees is Derek Jeter. And so most people are like, how does that happen? How do you? I, I was a Rod fan. Sorry, um, but. Uh, you know that that was one of those things, and so for him to start me out on the pride of the Yankees, and then come all the way full circle before he passed away to get to the uh, watching Jeter's walk off hit and talking to him about that, that was an awesome ending, man. And so it just shows you how you know we talk about this, and some people say this, but me and you believe in this. How can you not be romantic about baseball? We played the sport. We played it since we were young. 
Um, how can you not be romantic about baseball or any other sport? Because stuff like that, the sentimental stuff, the overall aspect of any type of sports come around. And it's not just baseball. But for us, as much as we played baseball since we were young to, I mean, till we couldn't play anymore. Yeah. Got, <laughs> so they told us we weren't good enough and we had to start playing golf. <laughs> and then... Well, Still not good at that. I was going to say, <laughs> we get enough of that. But, uh, you know, that's what comes for a circle. That's why you do it. That's why you love certain sports. That's why you love sports in general. And so that's that's what we have here. And with these movies, it brings it back. It shows you everything. It shows you the family aspects of it. And uh, so that's the way baseball is for me. And I'm sure it is the same way for you. Yeah, Baseball, like you said, it's hard. Like, how can you not be romantic about baseball? Baseball is a beautiful sport. It's There's something distinctly Americana about the sport, the game of baseball. It's, it's not, there is no time limit. At least it's not supposed to be pitch clock, yeah, but there, there's no time limit. It's, you know, it's played until the game is finished. It's, it's just so different from the other sports. It's, uh, it's, it's as American as apple pie. Yeah. And, you know, I know we didn't have this as our, as one of our topics on it, but brought it up. I want to speak on it real quick. I hate the pitch clock. I hate yeah. the runner. I hate the extra runner at second. Base. I hate that even more because let's be honest. Um, and this is just my opinion. If, if you don't like baseball, if you can't deal with the baseball time limit and how long it takes to watch a nine in a baseball game, maybe more don't watch the damn sport. That's my opinion. It's not uh, going to make more people watch it. No, they, <laughs> they're saying they shaved off on average, like 25 minutes from the game. Who gives a shit? Like and football is a long game. Nobody complains. Nope. It's like if people think that they're not watching baseball because the game, quote unquote, takes a long time, they're just never actually going to be a baseball fan. It's just it's really that simple. Well, let's be honest. So, uh, you know, the baseball, one of the most the the most precious things that you could have happen is a perfect game. And that means nobody gets a hit. Nobody gets on base. It's one of the hardest. It's probably the hardest thing to do. I blew one in the, the last cycle. inning in high school one time. Maybe the cycle. <laughs> but, well, Logan, sorry. I don't know how you – I bet you felt like shit after that. Glad yeah, it wasn't well, me. It, it, it wasn't my fault, though. I wish I'd have blown it for you. I wish I'd have hit, Air, got a hit. Error through the second – it was my senior year, I think. Error through the second baseman's legs in the last inning. Well, then uh, – then, I hope he's listening. Um, <laughs> but with with that, have, you know, that's one of the things. Well, that means, Logan, that the other team didn't get a hit, didn't get on base. So if you're telling me that that makes you miserable and witnessing that makes you terrible, then you just don't appreciate the game of baseball, in my opinion. No, you don't love I, the game. I agree. You don't need to watch the game because that's all – that's literally like a no-hitter. Another thing. Yeah. I would I, – I would, you know, at one point you're like, damn. They're getting no hit. But then on the other end, you're like, damn, they're getting no hit. So yeah. you get excited. You for start that kind of rooting for it. Yeah, because you want to witness history. And, yeah. you know, with this pitch clock and shit like that. And then also the, the no hitters now are not the same as they used to be just because they're, when there are seven guys involved for a no hitter, combined no hitters are mm-hmm. not the same as when a guy did it himself. It just never will be. It doesn't yeah. hold the same weight. Like you said, perfect games are so rare <laughs> and so fun to watch. 27 up, 27 down. It's right. that simple. And it's it's one of those things that if you can't appreciate that, you just you really don't like baseball. 
No, I mean, and you know, we play it. So, it's, I mean, I guess you try to learn it, stuff like that. Maybe it's a little different, but we played it. We've been through it. Um, so it makes it that much more enjoyable for us. But, you know, I, I think the pitch clock, I can, I can even handle the pitch clock, but I cannot handle the extra inning <laughs> runner at second. No, that's just fucking that. bullshit to me. I mean, yeah, in I hate my that. opinion, it is. It's terrible. Bad for the game. Yeah, they're introducing replay, runners on second, pitch clocks. It's and then like you know, analytics have I think are ruining baseball. Nolan Ryan has an interesting theory that people are more injury prone these days because they're not throwing enough. He goes, I think that back then, you know, they didn't, they weren't so hardcore on pitch counts, right. and they they just they threw and they threw and they threw, and people weren't injured as much. I think there might be something to that. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but. Don't know what the science tells me, but uh, I do know that there are more injuries and more uh, people dealing with tendonitis and inflammation in their elbows Bobby and their John. shoulders. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, you know, I never thought about that, and I never heard that from um, Nolan Ryan. But I mean, it does. I mean, it's something to look at because let's be honest, you know, everybody's so, oh damn, they they're pitching this, they're pitching that from a young from a young age and you know they say that you only have a certain amount of innings in an arm and i believe some of that's true but if you strengthen that arm up and you put a little strength a little strain on it um is it good i think so and uh <coughs> I, and there's I, I a difference like, between little league and and middle right, school and everything right, versus right. like the big leagues when like, it comes to like throwing pitches well so you know what's wild to me is you got my opinion um Nothing, just just mine only. When you have kids that are really young and they're snapping curveballs, careless mm-hmm. right now. But what's going to happen to that arm when they get to the high school, college level if they make it there? I mean, if if you haven't developed and you're throwing that, I mean, it's going to fuck up your elbow. I mean, I'm just going to be honest; it's probably going to fuck up your elbow. So, I'm with you on that. I've always I'm a I'm a big proponent of. Little leaguers and middle schoolers not throwing breaking pitches. Right. You can, I mean, change up fastball, no problem. Yeah. I mean, there are other pitches you can learn that don't have that location. uh, Yeah. I mean, it's important, especially at that age, (laughs) because would you rather be dominant at 12 or a damn good pitcher who has a shot at playing somewhere in high school? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sure. I'm I'm sure it's fun when you're in middle school. You know, striking, striking everybody out, everybody. but then there, we all knew those kids that were damn good in little league, and then everybody caught up to them by the time we were fifteen. We know about those pitchers all to it. You play with one of those. I played against one of those. We know who we're talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then all of a sudden we arm shot and shit. Yep. So, um, but no. I, uh, do you have any other movies that you want to talk about that you can think of right offhand? Those are really a lot of my my favorite baseball movies that we've already kind of named between your list and mine. There are some other good ones out there, yeah. but, uh, but we really kind of hit the high notes. I think. You know what? Yeah. I wouldn't, I wasn't as a Yankee fan. I'm not throwing in fucking fever pitch. I can promise you that. <laughs> uh, I don't care if you guys like it or not. It's I'm good not movie. Throwing, I like the movie. I'm not throwing in fucking fever pitch. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to, I mean, the only other one we might have left out was uh, Bad News Bears, and we even handled that a little bit. 
Yeah. And that's another one of those comedy movies, not one of those serious movies. Um, yeah. But that's another one that's that's just funny. Not a not a family friendly friendly movie, just who's listening, <laughs> not family friendly. But it's it's comical, it's remade. Um and, and it's one of those it's a it's a good baseball movie that's it's just a relief, comic relief, if you will, the whole time. Definitely. And as we always say, you know, click the link in the description of this podcast where it says click here to leave us a voicemail. Let us know what your favorite baseball movies are. Um, if we, you think our list got it right, got it wrong, any comments you have, we want to hear from you. Um, next week, you know, we are doing our <coughs> top five uh, favorite football movie draft uh, here in our three week series with baseball, followed by football, then basketball. So, um, We'd love to hear from you. We'll respond to you next week on the show. Uh, be sure to check out the website, coldcansnetwork.com for blog content and coldcansnetwork.com slash shop for merch. Because we have tailgate season hats. We have tailgate season comfort colors, pocket tees. You know, they're available. They're reasonably priced. And then, you know, check out the Country and Cold Cans 24 uh, campaign t-shirts and hats that are just at the shop last night. Available countryandcoldcans.com slash shop. Uh, be sure to give us five stars and a great review on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Um, and make sure to click the subscribe button and share it with your friends. Uh, for this episode of Tailgate Season, presented by the Cold Cans Network, I'm Logan Center Neighbor Jordan. See you next time. <laughs>